1: Is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, previewing
0: all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now.
2: Welcome back to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Fat Jack, professional handicapper, joins me now. FatJackSports.com. That's where you can find him. Happy holidays to you and yours. I got my basket of fantastic popcorn you sent me. um, Smile ear to ear when it was delivered. Thank you, my friend.
3: Yeah, that's what we do here in the middle of the country. We figure out ways to jack up the gifts and to make them something special. So the the top says, let the, let's get the winters continue popping or something like that. I mean, a, a play on words. So <laughs> the holiday season, everybody loves popcorn. So I thought, well, no no better time than to send popcorn to everybody. So glad I love you're it. enjoying it. And yeah, you're going to need it. Certain parts of the country, it, winter is coming. So it's going need to need to stay indoors and eat that popcorn if you're not playing in these games for sure.
2: Winter is coming or winter has winter has arrived. My friend It is it is knocking on my doorstep right now as I host this show from New York City. Nonetheless, as always, we like to do a deep dive into both both coasts. Right. And uh, and let's start first and foremost with what's going on with the Chargers, the Chargers taking on the Colts. And and Jeff has decided, why not? Let's go to Nick Foles. He won a Super Bowl with. The Philadelphia Eagles, why not? Let's let him start for the Colts this week. So um, with that being said, the Colts at home, uh, you've got the Chargers favored by four and a half. The over under is at 45. I don't know about you. My play here is the under. As much as I love Nick Foles and I love the storyline, my play is the under at 45. How are you playing this bad boy?
3: Yeah, so how, if we're a, if we're a Colts fan, are we loving Jeff Saturday as much now as we did after his Week One, uh, when you know they actually won a game? I mean, I think that we're seeing some of the cracks in the armor, and frankly, some of the things that that Indy's had to deal with as a team. I mean, they've got Fool's Gold at quarterback. They they have no quarterbacks. They're one of those they have two, so they have none. And so you're you're right. I mean, it's a few of these games this weekend, and it, it's so hard to find points and see where the points are going to come from. And this is absolutely one of them. I mean, Indy has been. Uh, under six of their last eight at home Uh, the Chargers 12 and two against the spread their last 14 at indy so they typically travel well play well i i I see the change at quarterback as just an absolute uh, kink in the armor of what's going on you know uh, program wise and i do think the chargers will be primed to take advantage of that i'm with you there's a few of these games this is one of them this this game for sure denver for sure all these outdoor games that are in the, And this is not one of those, but all these outdoor games in the Northeast, most of them are going to have trouble finding points. I think this one as well. I'm with you. go under the total and a small lean toward the Chargers.
2: I like it. By the way, uh, while I'm sitting here hosting the show, I just got a text message from my mom. You want to die? You ready?
3: <laughs> Tell me. She's, she's frozen in her car and won't
2: leave? I mean, <laughs> No, no, no. My mom's down in Miami. She's not frozen at all. Ah, but...
3: The iguanas are falling out of the trees in Miami. So that's what's <laughs> going on down there.
2: That what is what hap- That really does happen. <laughs> by the way, folks, she just texted yeah. me. She said, "Trevor Lawrence, strange body type, like a tall bird." Yeah, she,
3: he is I big know. How do, brother, how I, how I, Right? How do I? How do
2: I? How do I? How do I respond to
3: that? I you tell him that if if Big Brother had an illegitimate child, it's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, we need some DNA testing. somebody needs to head over to Sesame Street and figure this stuff out. Your mom seems like <laughs> she might be on the case. So she's. she's it's, it's a good prop to have from the one yard line though. The guy can put it over the top of the, the best of them. and he's sneaky fast. Kind like, of we saw in college. You could see he's like a bird, right? Runs like an ostrich, uh, ostrich, and uh, reaches over the top like uh, well, Mr. Stuffleup, I
0: so.
2: They said they said on the they said on the broadcast tonight. Um, you know, uh, he he looks he looks like a baby giraffe, but um, he doesn't necessarily run run like one. I'm like, what? like what? Anyway, so so you know, oh my my, my yeah. al michaels and in the cast are calling him a baby giraffe my mom's calling him a strange body like a tall bird i think he looks like the prince from disney like one of those like cartoon characters his face is so chill chiseled it's ridiculous i don't know who's had more plastic surgery him him or tom brady but nonetheless, the baby um...
3: boomers are having trouble wrapping their head around Trevor
0: Lawrence for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. All right, let's dive into the Rams at home, taking on the Denver Broncos. Uh, Baker Mayfield, all expectations that he's going to get another start against Russell Wilson, who's back. Now, I'm here. I'm playing the under here as well. So the Rams, they are a home dog. They're getting three broncos i think because russell wilson's back they're favored by three the over under is 36 and a half i like the under here home dogs when you've got a home dog uh in a game the under hits 62 percent of the time 62 percent of the time when you're talking about a home dog yep
3: yeah this is a poster child of that also i mean this is that home dog situation where neither team has a lot of offense i don't know that The books are worried about the over because Russell Wilson is back. Now, Denver's gone over the last two weeks in a row, but it's been kind of – those are both outlier situations, short fields, defensive, not scores, but close to scores. Over the season, let's not forget this is a a Denver team that was under 11 of their previous 13 before the last two. They have the fifth-ranked defense in the league. They bring it defensively almost every single week. Baker Mayfield does not have the offense baking – uh, for the Rams, so they're not going to – another week under the center for him, I don't think is going to make a difference, this Rams team, offensively especially, uh, really both sides. But they've had issues anyway putting the ball in the end zone without quarterback good or decent quarterback play. So I'm with you. This is one of the easier, I think, unders of the week. If you're looking for one – uh, it, it just has a lot of trends that go that way. Denver's also 5-0 and oh to the under their last five on the road. It's four of the last five in the series have gone under. These two teams typically don't score a lot of points. I don't see a lot of reasons they will. I'm with you. Let's go under the total.
2: Yeah, so under for both the Chargers and the Rams game. Let's talk about the Raiders for a second. I think this is going to be a really interesting game, uh, considering, of course, uh, and this is the the evening game on Christmas Eve. And And can we just say, like, for a second, like, how this doesn't happen often, Jack, right? We're like, you know, it's it's Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Day, and we've got a ton of football surrounding both uh, because of the fact that it's falling on, of course, Saturday and Sunday. But the Raiders are heading to Pittsburgh. The Steelers are favored by two and a half. Uh, this was supposed to be a big game celebrating the immaculate reception um, and uh, with Franco Harris. And, of course, unfortunate, unfortunately, we hear that he has passed away. So there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion that's going to be in the stadium. Temperatures are going to be, like, beyond freezing, which uh, Derek Carr, a Cali kid, we know is not going to uh, be able to, uh, I think, what is he, and 4 in freezing temperatures. And meanwhile, Kenny Pickett is expected back for the Steelers. So, uh, again, yeah. Steelers favored by 2.5, over-under is 38. How are you playing this one? Yeah, I
3: think next to which Sesame Street character Trevor Lawrence is related to. The other big puzzling thing of the week <laughs> is Las Vegas, how the heck they won last week. Nobody's still sure what happened. Why uh, a, a very well-coached Belichick team, that they're throwing it around like it's a rugby ball. So, I mean, that whole thing has actually created some value with Pittsburgh because Las Vegas, if they lose that game, I think this game opens over a field goal. If they lose at home, and really they very easily could have lost. It should have at least been an overtime Pittsburgh under Mike Tomlin, incredibly efficient when he doesn't have great teams. And even when he doesn't have great quarterback play, they don't make a lot of mistakes. He and Belichick have a lot in common in that they will take what their players' talent gives them, and they they run with that. I like the coaching matchup. I like the quarterback matchup. I think Pickett's going to be a, a really good player in this league, and I'm with you. I just think Las Vegas has so many issues right now. I don't know that going and playing in a polar vortex or whatever the heck's going to be going on in Pittsburgh outside Three Rivers is the way to cure a sluggish offense by any stretch. Las Vegas, 5-0 against the spread, their last five in the series, but this is not this game. Another one, I like the under. It's a poster child for the under, outdoors, bad weather, no mistakes for Pittsburgh. That's going to be their game plan. Eight of the last ten Pittsburgh games at home have gone under the total. I expect this one to stay under. I don't think Las Vegas has the horses to get there. I like Pittsburgh in the under in that one as well.
2: Again, Fat Jack, FatJackSports.com, joining us here on 710 ESPN L.A. Let's take our attention out east to what's going on with, of course, the Giants and the Minnesota Vikings. Giants on the road getting four. The over-under is 48, coming off a really impressive win against Washington. What what really stands out to me in this matchup is the Giants' defense, especially with a healthy um, Ojolari and Thibodeau, going up against the Minnesota Vikings with a very lackluster offensive line and a quarterback in uh, in, in Kirk Cousins who uh, really shrivels under pressure. I like the Giants here. I like the Giants getting the points. Are we on the same side here, Jack?
3: Yeah, and another team that you're – if Minnesota loses last week, it's a, I guess it's a big if, but if at halftime look like they were dead to right. So I I think you're getting value based on the fact that they came back and won, but people are not buying into Minnesota. I mean, they do not. For these one-score games, the analytics don't match up for them. If they don't run it effectively, nobody trusts Kirk Cousins on predictable downs where he has to drop back and throw it. They've got one receiver that has far exceeded expectations. But offensively, they're not very balanced. The Giants should be able to run the ball at will here. You talked about the offensive line of Minnesota. I would say that defensive front seven is nothing spectacular with Minnesota. They give up a lot of rushing yards. The Giants seem to be in good shape when they can run it efficiently. I think this is a good spot for them. They're 5-1 and one against the spread, their last six on the road as well. Um, I like this game more than I probably should because Minnesota has shown they are not going to quit. They can be dangerous, especially if they get a lead in this spot. Giants need to keep it close, stay ahead of down and distance, and, and win time of possession. But I think all those things happen, and I'm with you. There's a lot of room between three and a half, four points, and, uh, and, and, and winning straight up. So I think they at least keep it close enough to cover in another kind of lower-scoring game. And I like the Giants wouldn't surprise me at all if they won straight up
2: one of my favorite games. So, so on Christmas Eve, I have this tradition. Uh me and like 10 of my friends, we go to a fantastic restaurant here in New York City called the Waverly Inn. Um and so I have a reservation there for 8:30. But the Eagles and the Cowboys play at 4:30. So, I don't want to miss a minute of the game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to head into New York City and I'm going to I'm going to head out I'm going to I'm going to check out at like a a sports bar somewhere in, in the West village. So I'm walking distance to the restaurant that I'm going to on Christmas Eve. Like this is all planned out. Why? I love Gardner Minshew. I really do. I think he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL next year, but regardless, neither here nor there, uh, the Eagles getting four and a half, the over-under is 46 and a half. I love the Eagles here. I think a lot of people are underestimating what Gardner Minshew can bring to the table. Granted a different quarterback style than Jalen Hurts. But I love Gardner Minshew. I'm curious. How are you playing this matchup?
3: Yeah, Anita, here's the thing. Even if he doesn't play great, if you want to draw up the type of team that can handle average quarterback play and still be really close to what they are with really good quarterback play, it's a team like Philly. They're ranked in the Buffalo both. I mean, they both have great quarterbacks, but it's that chicken and the egg. Are they great this year because of the team? Or are are they making the team great? I think it's the former. I think that... you're absolutely getting value with a a Philadelphia team that is balanced. They play good defense. They run the ball efficiently. And so, yeah, they've been getting great quarterback play. But even if Minshew comes in as a little bit rusty, they still are going – you're getting value because the general public behaves like Las Vegas all of a sudden doesn't have TV sets when when starting quarterbacks go out. That's baked into the line. So, guys, if you're you're banking on the Cowboys winning because Jalen Hurts is not going to play – You 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 haven't done anything because Vegas knows he's not going to play. That's why the number is what it is. So uh, normally good teams rally around backup quarterbacks at least for a game. I think that happens here as well. I'm with you, Anita. I'm not sure that he. I'm not as high on him as you are necessarily. um, But I will say this: that I think he plays at least decent. He's not going to turn the ball over a bunch. He is one of the best uh, backup quarterbacks in the league, and I think you're getting great value because you're getting a backup quarterback against the Dallas Cowboys that have struggled lately. And I think people are just expecting them to come out of their shell. You're smart to go into New York though, because if this thing gets up with the high scoring, it's going to be a bang, bang play for you to make your reservation. So very, very good, <laughs> good job of thinking ahead.
2: Hey, before we let you go again, I buried the lead here. And, and that is the fact that weather conditions are supposed to be horrific in over 50% of the matchups, right? Like Chicago, New England, uh, Kansas City, even Carolina is supposed to be cold. Tennessee, Cleveland, Baltimore, um, Pittsburgh, uh, so just to name a few. So with that being said, like how are you approaching these cold weather games? Are you are you just gonna play the under across the board in all of them? Like is there a play here? Is there a strategic play considering the weather conditions across our country?
3: Typically, you're going to be looking over when there's bad weather because as I just talked about backup quarterbacks, the the general public drives these lines down. But uh, based on the matchups that we have going on outdoors in these bad spots, uh, underdogs outperform favorites in the NFL and unders outperform over. So I don't think you would get hurt playing under in every single game. I mean, this might be one of those weeks when that might be not a terrible play. And again, not necessarily because you have – a lot of weather in some of these spots it won't it'll impact it more than others, but because you have matchups combined with the weather, there's weather thresholds I, I, If it's above 25 mile an hour wind, it absolutely matters. wind keeps totals down, and if it's below freezing, that also can limit the passing game. But these matchups, especially in some of these cold spots, I think more times than not they're definitely going under the total. Not a bad idea to go ahead and play them across the board.
2: Okay, so j- so just for poops and giggles, what I did is I took the 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 top uh, one two three four five six cities where we're gonna have like really frigid conditions and I played a teaser a six point teaser that you get six to one how about that
3: yeah no I, I, I don't I don't think you're off I don't think you're off base I think there's a there's some opportunities to do some things that might be a little outside the box this week where you typically couldn't get away with doing that. And if it was just weather, I would say, you know, you're probably not getting any value playing under any of those types of situations, but because of the matchups combined with the weather, I I don't think you're, I don't think you're off base for sure.
2: Jack, thank you so much. Happy holidays to you and yours. Thank you so much for my popcorn box basket. Um, I've been snacking on it all week long, uh, enjoy the holidays, my friend. Thank you.
3: I didn't need it. You too. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.
2: You got it. Fat Jack joining us here on ESPN. Of course, fatjacksports.com. That's where you can find him a lot to dive into, a lot to digest in regards to the weather conditions that are just like hitting our nation, our, our continent. <laughs> Anita Marks with you here on 710 ESPN L.A.
0: This is Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit tizaenergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN.
2: Welcome back. Anita Marks with you. It is Bet L.A. here on 710 ESPN L.A. As I was talking with Fat Jack, it's all about the holidays he sent me one of those big tubs of the popcorn where it's like split into like three sections, right? One is like the cheesy, buttery, yummy goodness. The other one is the um caramel, and then and then the third one is the cinnamon. I'm not so into the cinnamon. I don't even I think I think at the end of the day when this when when the season is over, I think cinnamon will still will occupy the container are you guys have you ever had cinnamon are we talking pop- like
4: this like the like big red spicy cinnamon
2: yeah it's like spicy big no. red cinnamon it's enough for me dog no yeah i've, I've yeah, never exactly. heard of that i've never had it i'm curious yeah yeah not for me not for me but also sounds um, strange but but the the caramel and the you know cheesy goodness uh especially if you mix it so like you know you're reaching into the bowl, and some of it is savory, and some of it is sweet. It's that's a nice mix. Oh yeah, the salty so, sweet combo is. Yeah.
4: Always, always a reliable combo.
2: Fat Jack is awesome. Again, FatJackSports.com. That's where you can find him. Uh, talking about um, the season and gifts, um, I, I had I had a bunch of packages stolen from uh, outside my my. A bunch field. of
4: packages. Yes. I thought just one.
2: Well. It was an order. it was one order, and it had a bunch of stuff, like the order had a bunch of stuff I had like candles, I had a few sweatsuits. I had some gifts.
4: people are the worst
2: and and here's how I know it was stolen. People are like, well here's how I know it was stolen. The FedEx or Amazon dude gal took a photograph of the packages outside my apartment yep, and so you know how they do that on Amazon, so they'll they'll yeah.
4: Well, they and, do that and, and, now to protect themselves
2: right so but 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 and, and again listen i'm I'm just throwing this out here, okay, but like so, who's to say that the Amazon driver didn't put the packages in front of the vestibule, take a photograph, and then take them scandalous I'm just saying, and i'm not saying listen, I'm not accusing Amazon at all, I'm just. <sighs> All I know is that my Amazon account has a photograph of the packages in front of my vestibule and, and now they're not there. So somebody... somebody what
5: and,
4: I will and, but this say is, about Amazon is... This is, is a thing
2: here in New York, by the way. This, this happens good. frequently in, during, during the holiday it's season. It's everywhere.
4: Yeah, it happens here too. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But what I will say about Amazon is that they're really good about replacing your product. Like they, they essentially will offer you... Do you want a refund or do you want to essentially resend Well, I'm sure your... they
2: have really good insurance for everything.
4: Yeah, no doubt and right? just loads of money which helps.
2: That's true. That's true. By the way, did you hear YouTube got the NFL? I did hear ticket. that.
4: Yeah, I think it's great.
2: And now I have I have like I want to say like 4 or 5 years ago, maybe even longer than that, I switched over. So I was paying like a gazillion dollars in cable for cable yeah. and then and then this is when like YouTube TV just came out. Mhm. And somebody was like, oh man, you've got to get, and it saved me like at least $300.
4: So you, you've been, so, is it like a grandfathered in kind of thing?
2: Oh no, I'm sure I'm going to, I'm sure next year, even, even if, even if you were one of the first to sign up for YouTube TV, I'm sure, I'm sure you're still going to have to pay for the NFL ticket. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but all those YouTube is paying, TV people. YouTube is paying $2 billion a year for it.
4: <laughs> Imagine having direct TV now though asking yourself. What are you going to yeah, what why? do you do with DirecTV now? Why why I keep know.
2: it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's news. Um if you if if you're just tuning in, the NFL ticket is going to YouTube TV. Um so there's that. Um I'm trying to think what else. <laughs> I'm trying to think other other things outside of gambling. I feel that's all we talk about. Well, it is a gambling show, so that's what we are supposed to talk about. All right, one of the biggest one of the biggest games on the slate that I'm really excited for is the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. So the Eagles are getting four and a half, five in some places. The over-unders at 46 and a half. Before I give you a deep dive into how I'm playing this, let's listen in Uh, Tim McManus who covers the Eagles and Todd Archer who covers the Cowboys. Join me on the bet digital show with a preview for each team Gardner Minshew expected to be the starting quarterback. Jalen Hurt has been ruled out. We start with Tim McManus at the Eagles. Let's listen in. All right. So again, big game. Eagles, Cowboys. Let's do an even deeper dive into this matchup. Tim McManus, who does a great job covering the Eagles, uh, has the latest with the news that Gardner Minshew is going to start for the Eagles this week. Let's listen in.
4: Thank you, Anita. Well, the offense obviously is gonna change to some degree without Jalen Hurts. He brings that dual element dynamic that has made this offense borderline unstoppable. They can still do some of that. Gardner Minshew can run a little bit, so you can do some of the zone read looks, but mainly you're gonna be relying on your strengths, and that is an offensive line that can really bulldoze for you. Miles Sanders, who has over 1,100 yards, and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, who are just excellent weapons in the passing game along with tight end Dallas Goddard. I don't think Mitchu has to put too much on his shoulders, really just play point guard, distribute the ball quickly. That's something that players have been talking about, that he's been getting the ball out lightning quick. Just do more of that to help isolate that pass rush of Dallas, and the Eagles can walk away with a victory.
2: Tim, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Now, Todd Archer joins us, who does a phenomenal job covering the Cowboys. Man, big news today for the Cowboys. What is the team saying about the fact that now a much different quarterback in regard to his skill set that the Cowboys have to perform? for?
5: Yeah, Anita, they went into this week saying they were preparing for both quarterbacks because that's kind of what you're supposed to say, but but they, they had a feeling once that, that shoulder injury was announced by uh, for Jalen Hurts that it would be Gardner Minshew. So they looked at a game they played against Minshew last year, the final game of the season. He had 186 yards passing. He was intercepted once. They sacked him three times, and the Cowboys won the game pretty handily. Now, the Eagles didn't play a lot of their guys. They rested their guys going into the playoffs, uh, and A.J. Brown was not on that team. And the Cowboys defense, was really playing probably a lot better going into that game than this one is right now. A, a banged up defense with a lot of questions, especially in the secondary. So they've been preparing for Gardner Minshew. They expect him to target their cornerbacks opposite Trayv- Trayvon Diggs and, and try to go, go through the air. It helps the Cowboys though, and kind of what Tim was saying, you really eliminate a lot of the qu- quarterback runs, especially the short yarders runs, where Hertz was extremely effective.
2: And let's talk about Dak Prescott, the quarterback on the opposite side of the line who has not been stellar as of late. Nine interceptions he's thrown since week 10, Todd. So what gives? What's the issue? And can it be corrected against the Eagles, who are the number one takeaway defense in the NFL?
5: Right. It better be corrected, right? Because if the Cowboys really want to do anything in the playoffs, it's about protecting the ball and you can't turn it over. And this has not been part of Dak's MO really his entire career. He has more interceptions in really, I want to say, about half the passes that he threw a year ago. So this is really abnormal. Some of it's luck or bad luck. Some of it is poor decision-making. But Prescott was telling us this week, he's like, look, I'm not going to go in a shell. I'm going to stay aggressive. I'm going to trust my guys that they can make plays. Uh, you're going against two tough cornerbacks this week in Bradbury and Slay. He'll have to be smart with the ball. He's been smart with the ball, and he's also been successful against the NFC East. He's 26-6 and all-time against the division. He's not lost a division game since 2019. So Dak Prescott, as much as there's pressure on him, I think he knows how to respond in these situations, and he has to respond if the Cowboys want to be considered legitimate contenders.
2: So, Todd, bigger picture here, three games remaining. In order for the Dallas Cowboys to win the division, they'll have to win their next three. The Eagles are going to have to lose out. Uh, and in order to do that, team's going to have to be healthy. So where do they stand health-wise, and how do you see the, this playing out as uh, we get closer to the end of the regular season?
5: Yeah, health-wise, they'll be out without Leighton Van Der Esch, one of their leading tacklers. He has a, a trap injury or a, a nerve injury in his shoulder that, that knocked him out in the first quarter last week in Jacksonville. That's a pretty big loss for this defense. They'll look to rookie Damone Clark to take over a little bit for him and Anthony Barr, the veteran as well. And they got some guys dealing with a, a, a flu bug or an illness going around the locker room. Micah Parsons, he missed two practices during the week. They expect him to play. Trayvon Diggs did not practice today so they but they believe he'll be able to go Uh, this is a defense so that isn't the same defense that we saw in the beginning of the season a a pass rush that's really been dominant has only one sack in their last two games but they believe that this game it's not about staying in the division race or staying in home field advantage if they win this one even without Hurts, that if these teams were to meet again in the divisional round of the playoffs or later that they would be able to take some confidence going into a playoff matchup up in Philadelphia sometime in January.
2: Great stuff as always, Todd. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, really looking forward to this game on Christmas Eve. Thank you. Again, Tim McManus with the Eagles, Todd Archer with the Cowboys. How am I playing this bad boy? Um, In Minshew, I trust. Uh, So give me Philadelphia. Give me the points. Also, I think this is a great – game to use as a two-team six-point teaser and tease it up to, you know, plus 10.5, plus 11. That's where it's at right now. Uh, Minshew, he has started 22 games, but he has played in 30. Back in 2021, he had a 68% completion percentage when he was quarterbacking for the Eagles. Last year, he averaged 8.5 yards per pass last season. So even though a much different quarterback, different quarterback style – Um, Kudos to Sirianni and the offense that uh, that they're going to roll out and implement that does suit Minshew and his style of play. 41 touchdowns, only 12 interceptions in his career. Hopefully he gets Dallas Goddard back this week. On the defensive side of the ball for the Eagles, 21st in sack rate the last four weeks. Um, also, first in NFL takeaways at 17%. And, oh, by the way, Dak Prescott, since week 10, nine interceptions. So he's tossing at least one, one interception a game, if not more. Uh, Dallas, they struggled against Houston, almost lost to Houston, um, but they did lose to the Jags, who, of course, won tonight, beat the Jets, but they lost to the Jags in overtime. So two previous performances, this Dallas team has not looked good. Their injury uh, bug has definitely hit their secondary with Lewis and Brown. Uh, they allowed Davis Mills, quarterback for the Texans, to average almost nine yards per attempt. And I like Minshew more than I like Mills. And also keep in mind, Trevor Lawrence, over 300 passing yards in four touchdowns against that Dallas Cowboys defense. So, again, all the reasons why um, I do like the Eagles, fly Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Um Getting the points, and so, and I'm also going to use them as a two team uh, six point teaser. All right, uh, we come back, uh, some other plays, some other picks that I like heading into this weekend's holiday slate of games. I will share that with you, and then uh, we're going to end the show strong talking some NBA. Andrew Snelling uh, joins us to uh, give us some picks and plays on all the Christmas Day and evening games. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. plus enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns don't miss our special mother's day deals save big on the season's most beautiful trends for a limited time get up to 50 percent off by going to blue nile.com that's BlueNile.com.
0: this is Ben la with anita marks on 710 espn made possible tonight by TISA. get more focus and energy in your daily life with tiza nutrient pouches visit tizaenergy.com and make your mouth happy now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 7Teddy To have him to have this uh, setback right now, um, you know, I know it could be tough on him for sure. Um, and, um, you know, just try to, you know, whatever I can to do to, to keep his uh, mind fresh. And notice this uh, minor setback for a major comeback. And, um, you know, we're we'll going to try to hold down the fort as long as we can until uh, we get our number one guy back.
2: Uh, LeBron James talking about AD out for about a month. By the way, guys, you know you can wager that LeBron James is going to break the scoring record in LA at the Staples Center or at the um, Crypto Center. So, um, would you place that bet? Uh, like, like I would. And it's yeah. plus one ten because I, I do believe. Like, you know, you can maneuver, right? Like, you know, if if he's like, I don't know. 12 points anywhere between like 15 and 20 points away from breaking the record oh it just so happens has like a load management night right to make sure that i, I right. think it, i think yeah. it, i think it'll be important that he breaks. They'll ensure
4: it. that he's at home when it happens right I got exactly you. yeah and, I bi- it. And,
2: and and by the way you you could you could wager that at plus 110 how about that
4: not too shabby
2: nope i don't think so again andrew snelling is going to be joining us in our next segment um, for a, a preview of all the NBA uh, games and action taking place on Christmas Day. As we know, the Lakers are in Dallas taking on the Mavericks. The Mavericks, oh, they are uh, they are favored by 7.5. The over-under is 225.5 in that matchup. But we'll do a deeper dive into that with Andre coming your way in the next segment. Uh, just to put a big fat, I like to call it a green bow on all things NFL. Uh, Just to, uh, I I know we've spent a lot of time talking about a variety of games, but I want to give you the picks and plays for those that we have not uh, had an opportunity to dive into yet. Really quick, just to bring you up to speed on some of the news and notes pertaining to players. So, a few things. As we know, Jalen Hurts is out. Minshew is starting. Ryan Tannehill is out more than likely. Uh, For the next few weeks, if not the season. So uh, Malik Willis is going to get the start for the Tennessee Titans. Lamar Jackson expected to come back this week, but that is not the case. Huntley is going to get another start with the Ravens. Nick Foles is going to um, is going to start for the Colts. We talked about that earlier Today and Kenny Pickett back in action for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, in regard to running backs, keep an eye on Kenneth Walker for Seattle, still dealing with an ankle issue, did not practice today. Wide receivers, Um, Olave, wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints, is out because of a hamstring issue. Claypool, more than likely, he's doubtful, is not going to play for Pittsburgh because, or not Pittsburgh, uh, Chicago. Chicago, because of a knee. And Tyler Lockett, Tyler, your dude, he's out because yeah. of a finger.
4: He broke his finger. But they're yep. they're saying he could be back next week, which is wild.
2: Yep. So it could be a, a big day for uh, DK Metcalf and and also Chase Young expected back to make his NFL debut for Washington against the 49ers. So just some news and notes out there with some of the players that you need to be in the know about. What are some – just we just, we've got about two minutes left in this segment before we bring Andre on. Some of the other plays that I like. I love Cincinnati this week, minus three against the Patriots. How do the Patriots rebound after that embarrassing loss and how that, that game ended? I, I just – I don't think they can. Um, and they've got a really difficult schedule. I, season's over. So, and and I just love the way uh, the Bengals 11 and one against the spread their last 12 games. I talked about it earlier. I love the Steelers minus two and a half against the Raiders, a real emotional night with the passing to Franco Harris, weather conditions are supposed to be absolutely brutal. And Derek Carr is owing four in freezing conditions. And trust me, it's going to be freezing. Um... <laughs> Uh, Also, the Green Bay Packers, I like them getting four in Miami. This might be my favorite Christmas Day play. Rodgers 14-9 against the spread as a dog. Um, The Chargers have covered eight of their last nine games. They've put up 109 points in their last four games. The wide receiving core is finally healthy. A.J. Dillon um, passed concussion protocol. He's got four touchdowns his last three games and uh and of course the Miami Dolphins coming off a disappointing loss against the Buffalo Bills their defense has been on the field for 250 plays their last 3 games so and they are not good against the rush so just a few games out there also i, I do like the bears utilizing them as a teaser and teasing them up to 8 to to 14 points since week 8 only one win by the bills has been um has has produced a win by eight or more points. Only one. And they're one six and one against the spread. So, so I so I do like the Bears in, in a teaser and also anytime touchdown by Fields. So anyway, uh hang tight. Uh, we get back. Andre Snelling is gonna join us. Let's talk some NBA on Christmas Day next here on seven ten ESPN LA.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little
0: This is Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN.
2: Welcome back to ESPN 710 L.A. Anita Marks with you. It is Bet L.A. getting you ready for... Christmas Day. Why? Well, there's a lot going on, not just NFL games we've been talking about uh, for the majority of the show, but arguably one of the best days when it comes to the NBA. Andre Snelling is joining us now. Of course, he's my partner in crime with all things gambling at ESPN. You can see him all over our our platforms, especially joining me on Daily Wager and Bet on occasion uh, on ESPN. So Andre, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? Happy holidays, my friend.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, it's my favorite time of the year. My mom's done come to visit. The kids are having a ball. Everybody's happy.
2: I love it. I love it. Isn't it? It's my favorite time of the year as well. Um, even though it's, it's brutally cold right now in New York City. <laughs> All right. As I said, right, like I, I feel like, you know, Christmas Day is, is one of the most exciting times when it comes to the NBA. Here, here's the thing with me. Like, you know, I, you know me, right? Like I'm so in, I'm so tapped in on the NFL. But on Christmas Day, it's like it. like I feel like, yeah, do I watch basketball throughout the course of the NFL season? Yes. But at what point am I like truly invested? Christmas Day is one of those days. And we've got one, two, three, four. We got five great games, five great matchups. So I want to break them all down with you. Let's start. And here's the thing, like, do you feel like the Knicks are disrespected each and every year considering that they, they play at high noon? They're going up against the 76, <laughs> right? I feel like they are. Um, it's, it's like they always get the noon game, right, when everyone's opening up their gifts. But anyway, exactly. or, or, they, or or the gifts have already been opened up and the kids are outside trying to play with all of them. But nonetheless, the, the 76ers are... I know, I know. So the 76ers are favored by two. The over-under is two nineteen and a half. and a half. What's your play in this first matchup?
1: You know, I think I'm going to go 76ers and give the points. Um, the Knicks and 76ers have both been playing really, really well of late. Um, the Knicks just lost for the first time. They, they were on a, a, a winning streak. Um, they got beat last night, but they still won eight of their last ten. But I like the 76ers against the Knicks because of the matchup. The, there's no answer for Joel Embiid on the Knicks lineup. And because of that, he should be able to really control the middle and um, set up their, their shooters on the perimeter. Um, James Harden, Tobias Harris should be able to get the looks that they want. So I think that um, even though the Knicks are playing well, the 76ers um, should be favored in this one.
2: I like that. I'm with you. Listen, there's a lot... A lot of excitement here around New York City in regards to the the Knicks. I was actually on a on a program the other week, and I like suggested that they possibly trade Julius Randle. I feel like his his trade value has never been more high, and like I just got destroyed on social media. So I, I might as well just like stop <laughs> cause stop even even throwing that out there nonetheless I'm with you I do like the 76ers minus two you're not laying a lot I think it'll be a competitive game let's be honest the 76ers are a better team than the Knicks especially when they're healthy the Lakers going up against the Mavs the Lakers as we know no AD he's out for like 30 days if not more because of the ankle injury it's all on LeBron James who's trying to of course surpass the scoring record, but nonetheless, the Mavs at home in Dallas on Christmas, favored by seven and a half, the over-unders 225 and a half. What's your play here?
1: So, um, honestly, a lot of it comes down to Russell Westbrook and his injury. Um, he hasn't played the last couple of games, and I think it's really hurt the Lakers. So I'm going to assume that he's not going to play um, until I hear differently. And so I will give the point to take the Mavericks. Um, the Mavericks haven't played particularly well. Luka Doncic is an MVP candidate, but they haven't been as good as they seem like they should be. They were in the Western Conference Finals last season. Um, but the Lakers, they they need to have at least two of their triumvirate playing well. Before Davis got, got hurt, all three of them were playing well, and you were actually starting to see some positives out of the Lakers. But – Without Davis, if, if Westbrook's unable to go, then um, I, I just don't think LeBron has enough to do it on his own or uh, on the road on Christmas.
2: Do you have a? Do you already have money down on Westbrook, six, six best six man player off the bench this season? Do you already have money down um, on that futures bet?
1: I, I do not because he's been the favorite ever since he started coming off the bench. So I, I didn't see mm-hmm. the value there. I think that that he could be the sixth man. I don't know that he'll remain the sixth man the whole season, you know, like because does he stay on the Lakers? If he gets traded somewhere else and he's the starter, does does he even remain eligible, you know, for sixth man? So um, if, if he weren't the favorite, if I could have gotten him at like 10 to 1 uh, early on, then, then that's the kind of thing that would have caught my eye. But, you know, as a favorite, even at times, you know, uh, like negative money, it, it, it wasn't worth it for me. But um, I think he has a good chance at it if he stays in this role.
2: All right, let's talk about game number 3 and this one uh, I I'd play I, I would pay a good amount of money to attend this one. And that's the Bucks oh, yeah. going up against the Celtics, right? I know. I know oh, this yeah. is a good one. <laughs> Celtics favored by 4. The over under is 223. Here's what the problem is. As great as the Bucks are, they've just been god awful on the road. I don't get it. The Celtics have been just absolutely tremendous. Uh, my play here obviously is the Celtics. I want to assume yours is as well, um, unless I'm I'm wrong. How how are you? I'd be shocked. I'll use the word shocked. I'd be shocked if you're not laying the four with the Celtics on on Christmas. How are you playing, well, this, Andre? I,
1: I hate to shock the host, but I've been on record um, for really multiple seasons, but even coming into this season, that I think that all healthy, all in, the Bucks are the best team in the NBA. And Whoa! they haven't been healthy. They haven't been healthy for, for much of the most of the season. They're still acclimating Chris Middleton, who's coming off of his uh, you know his wrist injury that kept him out of last play, season's playoffs against, matchup against the Celtics. But um, he's he's getting closer and closer to getting acclimated. Drew Holiday's back. Um, Giannis is, is is Giannis, and I just think that all in, they're the best team in the NBA, and it's it's a Christmas Day matchup. Against the other best team in the East, so I have to feel like they'll be locked in, and, and, and given that, and I'm getting some points, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take the points and, and go with the bus on this one.
2: Wow, wow! I, I, I think you and I need I think you and I need to wager like a bottle of champagne or something, cause considering it's the holidays, all right, um, true? eight o'clock late, later on. I mean, how great! Like, just can we just marinate in this slate and how good it is? Um, 8 o'clock, you've got the Grizzlies going up against the – I know, it's unbelievable. God bless the NBA. Um, 8 (laughs) o'clock, you've got the Grizzlies going up against the Golden State Warriors. Grizzlies favored by 3.5. The over-under here is at 226. Again, another scenario where the Warriors, fantastic at home, not great on the road, but again, they are home here. It is Christmas evening. So – you know, I, I like the Warriors getting the points. I'm curious, how are you playing this?
1: Yeah, if Steph were playing, I would like the Warriors getting the points. Um, without him, I, you know, I, I'm going to go with the Grizzlies. Uh, uh, you know, the, I like what Jordan Poole does in his Steph uh, understudy role. Um, you know, on that day, as far as uh, player props, I'm likely to go over. Uh, for, for for Jordan Poole and scoring, um, I think he'll put some points on the board. Hopefully Clay can find his shot; he's been struggling to win it lately. I'm not sure about Andrew Wiggins; they really need him back. But just the Grizzlies are just a better team when Steph is watching from the sideline. So um, again, it, it's a Christmas Day matchup. Plus, John Morant has not been shy about how he feels about the Warriors. He wants to go through them. He did not like that they lost to them last season. He did not like the aftermath. So I'm expecting a, a Sports Center top 10 highlight, at least one from Morant, and and for him to do something nasty. So so I, I'm going to uh, go ahead and take the Grizzlies in this matchup.
2: And on Christmas Day, it all ends with the Suns going up against the Nuggets. The Nuggets at home, of course, favored by 2.5. The over-under is 231. I don't have a play here. Do you? I do because...
1: Well, I need to find out what Devin Booker's up to. He he's the wild card. If Devin Booker plays, then it's much more of a toss up. But Booker has been in and out of the lineup lately, even when he's played outside of that one fifty seven point explosion that kinda of came out of nowhere. His 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 scoring has been down. And so if he's not a hundred percent, I like the Nuggets at home. They've been playing really well. You know, they got the best record in the Western Conference right now. So I I'll, I'll go ahead and take the Nuggets. Um pending, uh, seeing something from tomorrow from, from Booker that that suggests to me that he's all the way back.
2: Love it. As always. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You rock. Happy holidays to you and yours, Andre. Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you too. See you next time.
2: You got it. So just to recap in regard to uh, the NBA uh, Christmas day schedule, how can you not get excited about it? It's, I mean, (laughs) the NBA, the NBA does not miss So he likes the 76ers minus two against the Knicks. He likes the Mavs minus seven and a half against the Lakers. He likes the box getting the four against the Celtics. I disagree, but he's the expert. Um, He likes the Grizzlies laying uh, the three and a half against the Golden State Warriors. And, And he likes the Nuggets minus two and a half. Against the sons, of course, of course, bar, bearing, barring barring uh, that Booker does not play, so that's Andre's plays. Hey, listen, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Thank you so much. We've had a great show. Fat Jack, of course, Andre joining us, a, a slew of of guests breaking down the Chargers, the Rams, um, Tyler Fulgham, and my entire crew with uh, with ESPN in regards to bet and, 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 of course, daily wager. It's been a great show. Getting you ready for an exciting um, holiday weekend. That's for sure. Saturday, Sunday, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. So much going on. You want to enjoy your family. You want to make the most of it. Uh, but at the same time, uh, hopefully everybody will have some type of sport being played in the background that you can thoroughly enjoy. And hopefully in regard to all the bets that we've offered and given you so far this evening, you'll be able to make back all the money that you spent buying gifts. I think that's the goal for us here this weekend here on ESPN LA. Again, I want to thank everybody for joining us, Tyler and Rebecca, who do a phenomenal job, of course, producing the show each and every week. Everybody from all of us here at ESPN LA, we wish you nothing but a phenomenal, fantastic holiday weekend. And we'll be back next week as well. So Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy holiday to everybody. Anita Marks with you. This has been Bet LA here on ESPN 710. ESPN L.A.